Hi, Tintinet. It's me, ENG, English Night Girl. So here I am today, and uh, my dear friend Kelly Jones is with me. Now, she is a self love and spiritual lifestyle guide. And we are here today to talk about the thing that is self love. So, hi Kelly, how are you? Hi Sam, <laughs> I'm super good, thank you. <laughs> cool, well thanks for coming today. And um, we've got a few questions and um, I put some posts out there on my social media um, asking for people's thoughts on self-love, what self-love means to them. <laughs> and um, I know you're really big into this, your self-love plan underway. <laughs> I've been following it for a while. And so that's why we're here today, to talk more about that and share it online. Okay. So first up, self-love. Isn't it just selfish and narcissistic? This is not my words. This is words that have come in from Tinternet land. <laughs> yes, well, I have done quite a bit of research on what self-love means. There isn't really a description, but mostly if you research what that word means, it will say things like selfish, self-obsessed, mm. narcissistic. Mm. Um, it doesn't really have anything good to say about it. Yeah. Um, but it's time to change that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. time to change that. So, you know, it's love of self. Yeah. Um, and the word love is in there. Yeah. So is it really wrong to be selfish? I mean, that is a question. So, you know, from my childhood, mm. being selfish was something that you were discouraged. Yes. From doing, you know, you need to share and not be selfish and uh, self-promotion. Yeah. Don't be a show-off. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I suppose that led to that being a, a somewhere, not a conscious thought, but unconsciously going through life, believing that... Uh, being a show-off was a bad thing. Mm. To promote myself was not a good thing. Yeah. Um, and to be fearful of people who thought that. Yeah. Um, so to avoid that situation altogether. Yeah. Uh, which ultimately leads to um, kind of self-destruct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because there's this part of you that is love, that's crying to be paid attention to. And... Uh, it's what You've we all want, right? Pressing it down, you yeah. know, pressing it down. You know, no, I better not promote myself. I better not take care of me, put others first. Mm. You know, a variety of different things. I mean, I, I'm not claiming to be right either. This is yeah. just coming from my experience, my own experience of it. Yeah. Um, but from having taught people in classes uh, for 20 years plus, whether that Pilates, yoga fitness mm. dance the very first thing that majority of people will do is self-deprecate yes 
I'm not good enough. I don't look good enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not slim enough. I can't do this. I'll never do that. Yeah. And that would have been me too at at some point. Same. Back in the day. Yeah. So I I started to realise that quite quickly that I was having the same conversation over and over again. Yeah. Uh, And then started catching myself saying it. Yeah. Um, But obviously being in what would probably be termed as a a caring people person. Mm profession um mostly i think all these these beliefs that have come along with me you know um, whether it be learned as a child from school i was a dancer so you can imagine the (laughs) scenarios that i would have been put in of you know don't be a show off would have been you know like a big thing that I needed to be a show off. The people yeah. who were show offs usually got the, the job, parts, got yeah. the parts. Yeah. But I was being told not to be a show off. Yeah. So therefore, never getting the part. Yeah. So then you holding start back, not good enough. Yeah. Um, and then being really ending up in a people pleasing, not just a, a point of service as I see it now to the world, but then it was more of a people pleasing. Yeah environment that I ended up being in and endless amounts of giving without really knowing that I wasn't really receiving or replenishing or replenishing yeah. none of those things yeah. because I actually didn't even know yeah um, just recently I saw a, a friend from a few years ago and she said to me oh what are you doing now and I said to her well I, I, I've sold my yoga and pilates studio last year uh, as an act of self-love mm. and uh, I'm now working as a, a self-love guide and she just looked at me <laughs> as if I was completely alien and mm. said what's self-love then mm. and, and she's my age group and yeah. it, I, I felt sad that she didn't know what that meant mm. at the same time it was like well actually you know this is not just it's not just me that has felt like this it, I think mm. it's come along from a, a cultural thing yeah um, it's the time that we've been living in and I feel like there's a massive shift mm. going on towards a, a more feminine energy yeah to balance out where we've, we've become a little bit uh, too yang and not enough yin um, so it's not just self- self-care is it no it's not just it's self-care. more than self-care yeah yeah yeah, so when I decided to sell my business last year, people would look at me like, you must be mad, but you can't sell Hummingbird. Hummingbird is you. Yeah, Yeah. you used to own a yoga room. Yeah, I owned a yoga yeah. and Pilates studio for 16 years, yeah. so, you know, it was my baby. Yeah. Um, I don't have children, I had a business, mm. and uh, that was what became my identity. Mm. And I thought, you know, from the outside looking in, Mm. I was doing a business of self-care. But actually what I was doing was caring a lot Mm. for everybody and everything. But actually, ultimately, not myself. Mm. Wow. I didn't even know that I wasn't doing that, though, because I was doing Pilates, wasn't I? Mm. I was doing yoga. Doing the stuff. But not really knowing that I wasn't giving enough to myself yeah. because it was second nature mm. to be doing what I was doing. I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, to give. Yeah, to give and 
to not really be knowing that I wasn't open to receiving. I didn't know that I needed to open my heart. I didn't know that I wasn't loving myself. I was just doing what you do. Yeah. I need to have a career. I've got to go out to work. I've got to pay the bills. Yeah. This is what I've chosen to do. I was a dancer. It makes sense. Mm. So everything made sense, but ultimately something didn't feel right. Yes. You know, something didn't feel right. Feeling. That comes down to that then, doesn't it? Feeling. It is a feeling. It's all about how it feels. Yeah. You know, it looks great. Yeah. And it's not just getting your nails done. It's not just having your hair done or going for a massage. No. It's really taking time to go inward. Yeah. Yeah? You think? Yeah? Yeah. Um... Truly going inward though uh, takes quite a bit of courage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the reason that we run around really, really fast without stopping is because we're scared of what we might find. Yes. And actually, once once you're there, when you're really, really there, even if it's in a deep hole of darkness. Um, you actually find that there is just there is at the bottom of it all is is just you and your soul and love. Mm. Um, so it's important. Hugely. Yeah. Hugely, and I, I think I've gone from I think originally when this when this all started, it was purely because I'd been neglecting myself. Mm. That's how it started. Yeah. So I was purely neglecting me, and so it was time to stop neglecting me and look after me. And I think that's where the misconception of self-love making people selfish. I mean, I've even heard them. There's been some uh, articles and things about uh, meditation and mindfulness making people selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to find the beginning of that trail of thought, but um, surely that's just about taking some time out for yourself to (laughs) sit and try and relax. Yeah, I I think you know at first it needs it needs to be that you start taking care and and directing love towards yourself. Yeah, but ultimately that's got a much bigger picture. Mm. That's where it's led me so I'm in some strange way glad that I neglected myself it Mm. sounds like a weird thing to say so how did it manifest when you realised okay I need to kind of do more if you don't mind me asking how did that manifest it was was about four years ago and this is kind of how we we are linked together as well um, well it's probably more than four four years ago now I'm not very good with dates and times and things Mm. so we're all one. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all, it's all, connected. <laughs> it's all, it's all happening now. Some space um, ago. <laughs> yeah, some space Recently. ago. Um, I had seen, I'd been through uh, a little bit of a tough time. I, I'd lost my 14 and a half year old cat who was like my soul cat. And I'd had a lodger who was uh, a bit like a daughter to me, but I'd, well, I'd ended up being in this weird Cartman triangle of, you know, rescue a victim, persecution. Wow, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so, it's just been a real bit of a, a Typical time. giver. 
yeah, a typical giver scenario, and I'd finally come to the point where I was literally just me on my own in the house, no lodgers, no cat. I didn't want to be at home, so I was spending my time being out or in the business. Mm. I was either working or I was out mm. socialising, anything to not feel the, the depth of where what I was experiencing. And through all of that time, um, I had, whilst sitting with my sick cat, I had discovered... Gabrielle Bernstein. <laughs> She's looking her. on my bookcase behind there. Your bookcase. <laughs> yeah. Louise Hay. I mean, Louise Hay. Quite a long time ago, I did. Yeah. You can heal your life course. Yeah. So I'd already been. I've been on this road for a really long time. Twenty years. Over twenty years. That one's been there. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. I'm always searching for something. But yeah. Not really taking it to another level. Yeah. But I came across uh, Tara Styles and Strala Yoga. Yeah. And that all happened during this sort of like mm. time of sitting with my sick cat. And didn't we apparently go to the same church mm. event back in 2014, we but we didn't know each other okay, then. Okay, so that means it's five years. Yeah, ago. it is, right? <laughs> I've got goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, December 2014, yeah, that November, was. Yeah, November, November yeah. yeah. And I had seen that she was doing an intensive course in London yes and I knew how much money it was and I knew I didn't have that much money because uh, you know having my own business yeah. so I was quite often the one who didn't get paid mm. and Tara Styles's course Tara Styles yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah yeah and so I'd done a little screensaver of thank you universe for the money and done it on a vision board I want, I'm gonna go to this intensive course but of course there was you know universe had something else in store for mm. me and that was came in the way of a virus mm. and wow. a trapped nerve in my neck wow so i had this virus that just wouldn't go away and uh, it was really unlike me to be ill and not shake it off quickly um, so i was a bit frustrated with that and uh, I, I remember there was a, a Buddhist loving kindness tour came to Chelmsford. Nice. And I, I went to have a blessing with a Buddhist monk and do some meditation. I felt much better for that, came outside, got in my car, went into reverse and trapped a nerve in my neck. Oh my God. So you so had a car then crash? I was, then I was in, I, I didn't have a car crash. Oh. No, I literally just had a, a trapped nerve by going into reverse. Oh my God. It. And I was like... Okay, what kind of blessing is this? Yeah. I've just been blessed. Enough. What lesson is the universe mm. shouting at you? <laughs> so, of course, the money didn't arrive. Mm. The virus and the trapped nerve arrived. So, yeah. when it came to... Slow down. ...the course, doing this intensive course, there was no way yeah. that I could do it. So, I kind of accepted that I couldn't do it. Mm. And as the bonus sort of booby prize for myself at the time... Tara had just written uh, you you uh, make your own rules diet. Yes. And she was doing a talk at Alternatives. Yeah. In uh, some uh, what is it? Piccadilly. St. James's Church. St. James's Piccadilly. Church. Piccadilly. Yeah. And yeah. so that was on a Monday night when yeah. I would normally be teaching in an advanced class. And did you know she was a yoga teacher back then? I had yes. no idea. Yeah. So I went to the same talk mm-hmm. and I was just interested in her book. Like she was like this juice person. <laughs> and then she got us all standing up, right? Mm-hmm. Lean to one side, bring the opposite leg up. And just sway a little bit in the yeah. breeze with the tree. And I, at the time, I was training to be a yoga teacher back then, back mm-hmm. in 20, 
14 or I'd just finished my training. Yeah, a couple of years. I'd started in 2012. I was like, she's doing yoga. I didn't know she was a yoga teacher. I thought she was just this juice girl. So that kind of threw me and her softening, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, obviously I knew that because I'd wanted to do the intensive Ah, course. Yeah. And I went to the book signing thing because I just wanted to go on something rather than nothing. And of course, obviously that was the thing I was supposed to go on. Yeah. Because somewhere in that book, when I started reading it on the train back, was about sensitising to myself. Mm. And that suddenly switched something in me reading that book. Mm. That was kind of the start of it. I mean, I was being led, mm. and that was one of the many things. Yeah. But that was guide. quite a poignant moment. Yeah. Obviously, you know, I have gone on to become yeah. an advanced Strala yoga guide yeah. now. Um, and it's all happened as it's supposed to happen. Um, but that was kind of the start of yeah um what was it that she used the hashtag make your own rules yes and then i started sort of hashtagging that into my instagram posts yeah and then that's where the self-love plan underway yes happened yeah so I started hashtagging that. Yeah. Um, at the time, not you know, only kind of partially knowing what I was doing. This yeah. was a bit to look. We after, love a hashtag. Look after myself a yeah. bit more than I had been, so that I wasn't taken advantage of. That mm. I wasn't the one sort of looking around me, thinking, "Why is everyone okay except me?" Mm. You know, everyone's okay because I've made sure they're okay. And you're giving to everyone, yet mm. who's giving to you? Yeah, the empty pot. Yeah. Know about that, yeah. Now, you know, you can't give from an empty pot, yeah. So, it started off as pure look after myself, yeah. But that has now led me down the road of a much, much bigger thing, yeah. And then, hence the spiritual lifestyle, yeah, guidance, yeah, which leads us to another thing that's completely misconstrued and filled with myth and belief and opinion. So, judgment, yeah, spirituality. And self-love, isn't it? So this was one of the questions. (laughs) Spirituality and self-love is just religious woo-woo. I don't have time for all of that. What would be your, you know, response to that? Just like as a yoga teacher, a classic thing that a large majority of people would say is, I'm not bendy, so therefore I can't do yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the classic thing that I hear people say is, oh, you're you're spiritual, aren't you? I'm not spiritual. Yeah. And that used to be probably what I would have said. Oh, you know, I'm quite spiritual, but they're not very spiritual. Mm. I probably would have said that too. Yeah. Until now. And so, because I've been led down the road, or I've followed the path where I've been led, the word spiritual has come up. Mm. And that's like... I started to write about it and what does that really mean because all of a sudden I've given myself this this you know everyone loves a label you've got to give yourself a career label so it's like what am I what are you doing now Kelly that you've sold your studio um, well I'm doing some of the self-love stuff but what are you going going to be doing so I was like well what am I going to call myself and this spiritual guidance thing came up and I was like it's not about religious guidance that's mm. not that's not me at all so spirituality it's, isn't religion it's not and no. it was more about 
how I live my life. Yeah. And how people live their lives. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to help people with is how to bring self-love and some spiritual into their lives. But what yeah. does spiritual mean? So I did yeah. a lot of research on what the uh, different connotations of that yeah. are to different people. Yes. And I came across one that really, for me, was what it meant to me. Resonated for you. And that was spiritual encompasses values, beliefs and purpose. Yeah. So to say that you're not spiritual now becomes I've got no purpose. Yeah. Beliefs or values. Yeah. yeah well, everybody has values. Of course. Everybody has beliefs and everybody, yes. regardless of whether they believe it or not, has a purpose. purpose and being here. Um, I see it like an ecological system. Yes. You know, everything has it's is here for a reason. Yeah. For whether it be a small or a big reason. Yeah. You know, the whales and the wasps. Yes, yeah. Exactly. So that for me sat really well with. Yeah. When people I can say imagine. I'm not spiritual, it's like well, actually, purpose you know, about, beliefs values. about looking at your values and your beliefs yeah. and your purpose in the world, and not really dissecting that, but looking at what is it doing for you mm. from the point of self-love. Mm. You know, are your beliefs getting in the way of you loving yourself? Yeah. Because that's exactly, conditioned beliefs, yeah, maybe. Conditioned yeah. Beliefs. So I mean, that's exactly for me. You know, to to believe that self-promotion is selfish and don't show off. Mm. Made then the outcome of that was a lack of self care and self-love so that's a value that's a belief yeah you know and I mean some people could get really on their high horse about it I'm not really that way I'm not massively activism about it but it's where I've been led and I can see Mm. in the big picture of things that we you know it this is a story I'll tell you when my cat died. Yes. Okay, because this helps to explain it quite well. Of course. After my, after sweep, my beautiful boy had died, I just couldn't sleep. I was just awake a lot of the time. And I was awake at like four o'clock in the morning. And what else do you do when you've got a lodger in the other room? <laughs> yeah. You put your headphones on and you go on YouTube or Facebook or something. Yeah. And I went onto Facebook in the middle of the night and uh, a guy who was in a, a real heavy thrash metal band that I knew had posted up a tune on uh, Facebook in the middle of the night. And I was like, oh, well, nothing else to do. I'll listen to that. And it wasn't thrash metal, I might tell you. It was a, a band called Alterbridge. And I started listening to the words in this song. And it was, who's going to look after you now that I'm gone? Oh, wow. And how can you love someone and not yourself? And somewhere in that, mm. it was if my cat... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it. sent me a message. Yeah. You know, regardless of what anybody believes or thinks, to me, that was a message from my soul cat saying... You know, I tried, but I couldn't do any more. Mm. You need to love yourself now, Kelly. Mm. And and that was what I got from that. Mm. And I remember then then saying, oh, I think I need 
me to write a book about this. I've still not finished the book, Sam. Yeah, well, well it's a life's work it's in a, progress. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but that's There's where, always a new chapter. How can you love someone and not yourself? And I was like, but I love people. I love animals. I love, you know, I'm such a loving person. And it really woke me up to, my God, but I never even considered loving myself. What does that mean? And so, obviously, a few years down the road of, of really doing this, verging off the path and coming back on again, yeah. it's become apparent to me that the only way that we can really make a difference in how the world has become is to go inwards mm. and find that love inside ourselves. Because when you do that, it doesn't feel so difficult yeah. to give. Yeah. It doesn't feel so exhausting to give. It encourages compassion because if you're being compassionate to yourself, yeah, in a sustainable way, in yeah. a sustainable way, yeah, it's easier to give, have compassion for others. Yeah. So as this went along, I started to meditate more deeply and take more care of myself, and I suddenly found, you know vegan magazine on my table and boundaries were stronger maybe boundaries are stronger people yeah. are not in my life yeah. anymore you said no here and there yep um, many 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 different almost to the point of unrecognizable there's lots of people who are like oh we haven't seen you where are you and it was making me realize that there was a lot of people wanted me to be there but not for the right reasons. Yeah. It was because for what you'd given in the past rather yeah. than who you are becoming or, yeah. or taking off those layers to who you truly are. Yeah, it was things like an example of, and this is, I mean, this is no disrespect to those people because they probably wouldn't have even thought of it either. Yeah. But I used to support local music and local bands, like to the nth degree. I really supported it because I used to raise my vibration to go mm. to watch live music. Mm. So I was doing that for me, but I was really supportive. And then when it came to the point of I needed to stay in for a bit and not go out so much mm. um, because everything had shifted and changed, mm. I started to get people say, Oh, you know, where are you? then they stopped contacting you and it was mm. like oh, these people only contact me because they want me to come to their thing yeah and where did they come to my thing where are they supporting my thing mm. and I realised I had like a lot of one way street yeah going on and again that's not their fault that's because I was allowing yeah. it to happen yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah. So it's no I, I think a lot of the time it's very rarely deliberate mm. um, what you experience and I also don't think, you know, I don't look for anyone to blame yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because at first I was looking out outside to blame something yeah. for the. Rather than take ownership. And yeah. isn't that the best feeling when you're like, okay, what in this situation can I take ownership for? Yeah. How could I be better? How can I take care of myself more? So then, then I can go and give yes. more or less or whatever or not. Yeah. Or yeah. somewhere different. Oh, yeah. and, it, and it takes practice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
it's not like a miracle overnight no. thing. There is, you know, you have to become conscious. Yeah. So if you're completely unconscious all the time, and I don't mean it's sleep in the way of actually sleeping, but not being conscious of what you're doing. Yeah. It usually takes some kind of awakening yeah. for you to become conscious of what it is that you've been missing the point of. More self-aware. Yeah. So I'm also very aware of not bringing too much awareness to the the uh, the negative side of that. Yeah. You know, it's to focus on the good and, yeah. and, and not. So, you know, I could sit here and, and talk about all the terrible things that happened to me because I didn't give to myself and mm. the people that took advantage. Mm. But that would be bringing too much awareness to that, which... I feel like the more you bring awareness to something, the more you, well, I mean, if it's true what they say, that the more you focus on something, the more yeah. you get of it. Yeah, for I sure. Don't want more of that. Yeah. So I'd like to focus yeah. on, you know, what, where it's going right. Yeah. And what's that quote from The Lion King? It doesn't matter, it's in the past. Yes. Of course, the past hurts, but you can either run from it or learn from it. that is a gift I definitely have mm, is to nice. be able to join the dots together to form the picture mm. I can see the signs mm. and I can also help other people see the signs Fabulous. if they're having trouble seeing yeah. them so that's you know so like, this is what you're doing now this is right what I'm doing this now, is what yeah. you're offering out to the world mm-hmm. because you've had this ex- these experiences yourself and mm-hmm. you've grown from it your self-love plan is well underway and you're yeah. thriving slowly you know surely like all yeah. of us we have those little life's a journey up and down moments and so now you are yeah. giving this to others yes and I, I or think guiding others should i say is that right one of the biggest learnings that i've had from all of it is the realization of how much of what i was doing or have been doing and still do sometimes yeah is based on other people's expectations of the self. And um, it's actually sitting with that for a while and going, why am I doing this? Who am I doing it for? And how does it feel? So ultimately, going forward, doing something and then then stopping and assessing how does this feel um i've got chris carr suddenly in my head and she's like is it a hell yes a whole body yes yeah and it's like no it's not a whole body yes so they've then got to go back and go okay why was i doing this yeah because there are lots of expectations yeah from people that have known me for a long time Mm. that i've been living up to actually now stripped I've literally stripped everything away to the point of nothing and no one yeah yeah so that leads us on to someone saying why should I even self-love and where and how do I begin my own practice (laughs) (laughs) well you know I have got, if you sign up for my newsletter, <laughs> <laughs> I have got seven free little videos that will wing their way Fabulous. into your inbox. For and people can find you where? Uh, at kellyjones.com. 
kellyjones.me kellyjones.me <laughs> yeah there you go oh, when that website was available I just couldn't say no to it fabulous um, but yes yeah, so where to start is really to start gently yeah and maybe just one thing at a time mm. just to see how it goes yeah because everyone's going to be different. Yeah. You know, no awakenings are the same, are they? No, no. I yeah. mean, I literally go back a few years. One of my first things that I got rid of was getting up in the morning and having a coffee and a cigarette. Yeah. I was supposed to be like some healthy guru. And yeah. then I was going and like doing self-punishment out the back door. Yeah. It's just, you know, I do confess that yeah. that is something I used to do. And so just starting by having hot water with lemon. Mm. in the morning was a massive upgrade yeah sounds like it <laughs> yeah yeah but quite simple to do yeah All you need and quite significant kettle, for your body a cup and a lemon yeah I've added to that little potion as time's gone on I like that potion I love that yeah well you know if I think back to when I was a child I was uh, making potions making potions in having the fun yeah so um, I've added to that and you know everyone finds their can find their own thing that works for them yeah the, the one thing I will say that is that um, you know as far as what I call general day-to-day colds and flus and things like mm. that I just haven't I just haven't had that's so fabulous that's so, amazing um, and it's a deliberate act of doing something different yeah on purpose yeah for myself yeah. that's good for me because if you want change it's not going to come to you is it no. you've got to make a change mm-hmm. for your life to change you can't sit there and just wait for it to happen yeah well I mean the, 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 the classic Albert Einstein saying isn't yeah. it, is to uh, keep doing something the same yeah. and expecting to get a different result is the uh, theory of insanity yeah so I didn't know that one that's changed something yeah, yeah to change something and um, so a good way is just to start with maybe I, I these little videos that I've got uh, to give people something to go on that yeah. are, are small things small changes yeah. so you know just becoming more grateful for what you have nice and really you know because that brings uh, rather than focusing on all this place that you've ended up at where you haven't got this and mm. you feel like this and it's all it's like we're turning around and going, well, what have I got? Yeah. You know, how you know, how lucky am I if yeah. I stop looking in that direction and I turn and face this direction? Yeah. Um, so lots of different practices. Um, obviously, uh, obviously, Australia uh, yoga, you know, is what I, I call it self-love yoga. Yeah, I love that. Because that, again, is not about being good at something. It's not about having that
So this would be a sabotage story. Okay. Um, so as a child, I was a gifted dancer. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with, uh, no, friends of the family, but I grew up with a girl who um, we used to dance together. Um, but for whatever reason, when she was little, she would be quite resentful towards me. Okay. And I think me being a little sensitive soul, yeah. experienced that as why don't you love me? Right. Yeah. I'm not sure that's what it was meant as. Yeah. I don't think it was meant like that at yeah. all as children. But that's how that's it how felt I, in, in it you. It felt in me, why yeah. don't you love me? So, because I would win a lot at competition, dancing competitions, or if I would receive something, a nice gift, you know, a lovely dress or a, a bag or a pair of shoes or something, it, they were small things, um, but I experienced resentment for the receiving of it. Oh, wow. For the receiving of the prize, for the recognition, yeah. for the, you know, even just for a gift that I'd wow. received, I would receive some resentment in, in droplets over yeah. a long period of time. So I experienced that is why don't you love me? So I think what I did when I was very small was somewhere made, I think you make a decision without knowing you're making one. Mm. Resilience, childhood resilience, right? It's well to survive and experience that. I probably better not win anything. Mm. I better not achieve too much. Mm. It's okay if I stay in the middle somewhere. Mm. And so I was a dancer that ended up with a knee injury and as a waitress. Mm. So yes, I'm a talented dancer, but don't hate me because I ended up as a waitress. Yeah, yeah, yeah rather than yeah. fulfilling your potential back then. But that, but obviously that story has made you who you are now and that's yeah. maybe your sole purpose. I have a whole book's worth Value. of yeah. sabotage stories yeah. that yeah. can go along with that. That's yeah. just, you know, one of them. Um, but you, I can see that now when I say about joining the dots, I can see that now how that has played out in my life yeah. as a pattern yeah. of self-limiting, self-sabotaging behaviours that you don't actually know that you're doing. Yeah. It's very, it's an unconscious thing. So to me, or to anybody who's in that, it seems like a very real situation, which yeah. it is, it's really happening. Mm. But maybe the choices that led you to that point have been created out of yeah. a self-protection. Mode, yeah, yeah. Through no fault of anyone's mm-hmm. own, it's just conditioning and circumstances of our time mm-hmm. and, and space. Well, actually, if you think about it, even though I've been, I've been at a point where I've been really hating self-sabotage part of me <laughs> that's doing this I've got like this protection in me in my I, uh, you know we've all got this primal part of our brain that's built to survive yeah and we'll do anything to keep you alive yeah yeah and so it it acts in that way it's almost it can almost be out of control in a way yeah and I started to not like that and try to get rid of it yeah that's not very loving is it no because it's part of me and actually that part of me loves me so much mm. that it's overprotective yes me, like an overprotective parent who yeah. ends up mollycoddling their child so much yeah. that they can't cope with anything so without the darkness mm. the light can't shut well you know there's nowhere yeah. for the the light to go through the cracks mm. because we so, need both right ultimately i see it that i've 
in some ways overloved myself. Right. To the point of destruction. Yeah. Because it's prevented me from really experiencing that true happiness because I can see now that I would almost get somewhere but not quite all the time because when success, recognition, true happiness, true moments, whichever form it came in was yeah. on the was within my grasp, mm. something would happen to stop it from going to its its best. Yeah. And that seemed like real stories, but I think that was mm. classic sabotage behaviour. Wow. Born out of a fear of resentment. Yeah. So that's something people might recognise in themselves then. Yeah. If they if they take the courage to have a look mm. in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, you do need to have some The road quiet, less travelled. Yeah, some quiet time. Yeah. Is so important. which has been really really interesting because it's revealed to me that I didn't even know that, you know, having my own business, Mm. being the director of something, the founder of something, Mm. the creator of something, Mm. the owner of something, going in teaching classes was kind of like a prop. Yeah. Not a deliberate prop. Yeah, yeah. Just a prop I ended up with. Yeah. But take that prop away, yeah. I fell down mm. a really, 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 really deep hole. Yeah. And it's taken me a really long time, or the best part of a year, to climb back out of the hole yeah. that I found myself in because I was like, who am I? Mm. Which leads me straight back to Australia Yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there with us on meditating yeah. on who am I? What, what do, do I, I want? want? How can I serve? And, and what am been, I grateful for? Yeah, yeah. And that's like been soul questions. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's a good start, people. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, rather than trying to be something and someone, yeah, I actually made it a project to be nothing and no one and see how I felt about yeah. that. I love that. And to find that actually, I'm just as worthy. And you are. I'm just as good enough doing, just existing yeah. in the street. And I have just one really good story to tell you to back that up. Mm. And uh, it was a while back and I, I had a, a workshop I was running called You Are Good Enough. Mm. Sounds fabulous. And the morning of that workshop, I went into a little... Am I good enough to do a You Are Good Enough? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you Are Good Enough workshop crisis. And so that I. That little right. self sabotaging monkey back. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, just rearing it sort of <laughs> thing going, Are you sure you're good enough to do this, Kelly? And so I thought, right, the workshop is in like two hours. I have to break this state that I'm in yeah. and, and bring my vibe back up because, yeah. you know, I'm going down that road that I don't want to go down. And so I was walking down the street with, like, mantras in nice. my mind and being mindful of the sky and everything around me and, you know, all different techniques mm. that, that we can do to sort of lift our, our vibe up and, and feel happier. And um, I'd also bumped into some people who reiterated to me my, my, that I was good enough. Mm, <laughs> fabulous. Which was nice, thanks for yeah. sending those people along. Um, 
and I was walking up the road towards my house and I live on a, a main road with traffic lights on yeah. it so it's quite usual that you'd hear cars bibbing their horns mm. and uh, I heard a car bib its horn, ignored it, walked into my front door then my phone rang, I ignored it because I didn't recognise the number and then there was a voicemail which I actually listened to mm. thank you for this message <laughs> And the message said, Hi Kelly, it's uh, Jamie here, he used to come to your classes. And he said, I just saw you going into your house. And he said, I, I did bib you, but you, uh, you were going in and you didn't hear me. And he said, but I just wanted to say, you look so happy. Mm. And he said, and I go into London every day, and I've been around this world. And it's so rare to see people looking happy anymore. And he said, and it might be just a coincidence. He said, but I have seen you a few times. Mm. And he said, and I just wanted to acknowledge it. Oh, wow. And thank you for bringing it to the world. Oh, wow. So you raised his vibration. And I was, oh my God. And I, obviously, I phoned him back at that point. <laughs> he said, you wouldn't believe the divine timing of your message. Mm this is what I'm just about to do mm. and you've basically just said that all I need to do is walk down the road to make a difference mm. yeah so when I say about self-love having a much bigger mm. impact yeah you are in the world then you would realize is to know and understand that just by me feeling good inside is making a difference around me without it having to be my career without it make a point to write a book to, yeah. to do the to workshop do yeah, yeah to do the podcast I mean as it turns out I love doing this yeah. stuff and it doesn't feel like work yeah it's fun uh, right it is fun <laughs> and you know there's 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 so many people out there that are, are waking up at this current yeah. moment in history and uh, you know if I can be of service in that way yeah just to help someone understand that it's how they feel inside that makes a difference to yeah. the outside and so much so on that day where you made a difference to his life <laughs> just by even being and walking down the road. He didn't know you were going to that workshop. He didn't know what you were no. about to do that day and what you needed. But by you raising your vibration, by doing all the mm -hmm. self-love, manifesting, mantras, walking, being mindful, you did that for yourself. You mm -hmm. raised your vibration. Yeah. That rippled out to him driving mm -hmm. down the road. How cool is that? I know. <laughs> I know. To the point that he needed to call you to tell you. Yeah. Because then I had, and I went and ran my successful... Yeah, I bet. It was good. Cool. I bet it was a wonderful workshop. But the very first thing that I did was fessed up that I had actually spent half the day not feeling good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got this message and I played it out loud. Yeah. To everyone. And they were like, wow. Yeah, I bet. Powerful. So actually all I've got to do... It's just make me. a difference <laughs> is work at feeling good on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Kelly. That's okay. a wonderful, <laughs> that's a wonderful story to end on and yeah. really, really powerful. So you can find Kelly at kellyjones.me and she's on Instagram and Facebook and she lives in Chelmsford in Essex mm -hmm. and is does 
things around Essex and London. Um, and yeah, Just go to start Moon Circle. Yay! As well. We love a Moon Circle. So, yeah, check her out. Um, and thanks for being with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. And your self love has rippled in my part of London today. So, <laughs> thank you very much. And we're going to say goodbye and see you next time from me, Sam, aka ENG, English Nature Girl. Take care, Tinternet. Bye. Bye. <laughs>